0: Paris Declaration. The rising tide of global war and our tasks. Parties come together to agree a common platform in opposition to the reckless war drive of the imperialist bloc spearheaded by NATO in Ukraine. The following declaration was signed by 14 parties on Friday the 14th of October when their representatives gathered in Paris to launch the program of the newly formed World Anti-Imperialist Platform The declaration sums up the platform's common approach towards the imperialist war drive, offering much-needed clarity about the root causes and nature of the war, whilst also indicating what socialists and anti-imperialists believe should be our approach towards the growing movement opposing the effects of crisis and war on workers everywhere.
1: Now, Jyoti Brah, Vice Chair of CPTPML, will read the declaration of it to be signed today by most of the parties and the political organizations. Thank you, comrades. Uh, thank you for a really inspiring day. It's been wonderful to hear so many speeches and to find out there are so many parties who hold true to a scientific socialist analysis of the world and are doing what they can to bring that to the people. Um, I'm not going to say very much beyond reading the declaration. I know that you have already it ready, uh, but I think we need to, at the end of this day, we need to hear it again and really think about what it means. Um, just very briefly, by way of introduction, I feel today we're facing in the world a possible moment. I'm sure I don't have to explain to people in this room what that means. Just as in 1915, when Lenin led the movement of revolutionary forces against the rotten reformism that had taken hold of working-class parties across Europe, today we also must offer some clarity and create a pole of attraction to the anti-imperialist forces who are being misled by revisionists of all kinds, many of whom claim to be updating Lenin who are in fact putting Lenin into the dustbin and bowing to the propaganda of the imperialist bourgeoisie. And you can't help but notice the arrogance of the people who claim to be in a position to update, reinterpret and uh, rewrite Lenin. You know, I come from a tradition that says first study, first understand before you put yourself in a position where you're ready to tell anybody anything. We often cite the importance of Lenin's updating of Marxism to this new stage of the development of capitalism, this imperialist stage. But no one could deny the intense theoretical study that underpinned Lenin's epoch-defining works. You read how many volumes of Lenin's collective works build up to his writing of the thesis of imperialism. Read that book again. And again, and again, and look at how much work has gone into what he says then. No one could deny the intense theoretical study of all of Lenin's epoch-defining works. All that his assertion that capitalism had reached a new stage was thoroughly proved by him in his works, and also proven by history. The correctness of Lenin's scientific discoveries was proven in the crucible of practice of the Bolshevik party. Our movement, on the other hand, has inherited a state of deep theoretical confusion and ignorance. It's really a sign of the times that there are many parties in the oppressed countries that are not socialist, but who are able clearly to understand the primary characteristics of the world situation. Whilst many so-called socialists find it impossible to agree about the nature of Russia and China and the definition of imperialism. And this question is not abstract on As many here in this room have pointed out today, without a correct theoretical orientation, we cannot hope to give the right direction to our practical work. Those workers who are under the influence of wrong ideas are being demobilized from meaningful and militant anti-war activity. And this is not only tragic for them, but dangerous for our movement and the prospects of our success. So now I'm going to read to you what we are calling the Paris Declaration on the rising tide of global war and the tasks of anti imperialism And I hope that all those who are not yet ready to sign this declaration will go away after today, think more and come back and join us later. The declaration remains open Our movement is a movement that expects to grow. Today is not the end of this project, but the beginning. We stand as a moment of grave peril for workers and oppressed peoples everywhere, in which the imperialist war drive is pushing us towards a third world war and a nuclear conflagration. Even as NATO's aggression in Ukraine is failing both militarily and economically, the USA's desperation to save its hegemonic position in the world means it cannot back down, but is instead looking for ways to expand and prolong the war. In the face of all experience, it seems that the imperialists still hope they can find a way to wear down all resistance to their rule and come out on top. They have to hope that, don't they? As a result, we face the prospect of the Ukraine war spilling over into neighboring countries in Europe and Central Asia, and also of the outbreak of hostilities in several other theaters further east. Recent US provocations in Taiwan, alongside its ceaseless ratcheting up of tensions with the DPRK and with China on every front, make this all too clear. At this moment of historic importance, we, the undersigned parties, agree the following essential points must be made clear to the masses of the world and should guide our anti-war and anti imperialist work. First, that the conflicts that have already or are threatening to break out are not isolated or local affairs but are integral parts of the USA's drive to retain its global hegemony. Second, that the present war in Ukraine is not the result of Russian aggression but of this Western imperialist drive to war, and in particular, the war drive of the USA. Third, that the war really began when the USA and its allies financed, armed, and organized a fascist coup in Kiev in 2014, and that the Russian side, in its alliance with the peoples of the Donbass, is engaged in a war of self-defense and national liberation against imperialist attack. The war drives against China and the DPRK are also a result of imperialist aggression, and that no matter who fires the first shot, if the threatened conflicts break out in Korea or Taiwan, those wars will also be wars of anti-imperialist self-defense and national liberation waged by the Korean and all the Chinese people. Fifth, that Russia and China's ability to defend themselves and others does not indicate expansionist ambitions or imperialist economics, it is based in decades of planning for self-defense, initiated by the socialist governments of the USSR and the People's Republic of China. And if you want proof of that, just look at what kind of armies Russia and the USA have in the Ukraine. The imperialist media constantly talk about how the Soviet air defenses are the best in the world. Air defenses. What do the USA invest in? Bombers. Just think about that when you're thinking about the characterisation of these two armies. It's not just um, armies bad, as the, the kind of vulgar pacifists want to tell you, who are subservient to bourgeois ideology. There are two types of armies in this conflict, and they're very differently constituted and used. There is no economic data to justify characterizing China or Russia as imperialist. These are countries that do not live by super exploiting or looting the world. They do not put other countries into military, technological or debt slavery. On the contrary, the beneficial terms of trade and the technological and military assistance they offer are giving smaller developing countries the chance to break out of imperialist enslavement. Seven, that Russia and China are the targets of imperialist aggression because both, by retaining their own independence and by assisting other nations to gain theirs, they represent a serious threat to the imperialist world again. Eight, that the growing alliance between Russia and China offers hope to the people of the world. Hope of an alternative to U.S. domination and imperialist super-exploitation. A strong anti-imperialist camp is our people's best defense against the aggressive plans of the bloodthirsty NATO alliance. Our best defense against the looming threat of nuclear war. Nine. The anti-war activists must mobilize the masses in their countries for a campaign of active Non-cooperation. This is what anti-war work really looks like, comrades. Non-cooperation with the imperialist war effort aimed at sabotaging NATO's war machinery in every way possible. We must refuse to fight or resist NATO's armies, whether direct armies or proxy armies. We must refuse to transport NATO's men and material. We must refuse to allow NATO's bases to operate unimpeded on our territories. We must refuse to manufacture or supply NATO's armaments and other vital equipment. We must refuse to broadcast, print or distribute imperialist propaganda lies. And we must refuse to cooperate with imperialist imperialist trade and sanctioned wars. The working class has power. The working class needs to learn to use its power. Our job is to help them, first to understand it, and second to organise and use it for us. Tenth that the accelerating war drive, the economic crisis, the hunger crisis, the environmental crisis, all the crises we see in front of us, make it abundantly clear that the need to remove the imperialist economic system is more urgent than ever. And finally, that the slogans of true anti-imperialists in this time must be defeat for the NATO-led imperialist alliance, victory to the resistance no cooperation with imperialist war. Thank you.
0: Signatories, initial signatories. The Communist Party of Great Britain Marxist-Leninist, Britain. People's Democracy Party, South Korea. Pole of Communist Revival in France, France. Korea is one, Belgium. Baltic Platform, Eastern Europe. Communist Party, Italy. Communist Party, Switzerland. Communist Party of Kyrgyzstan, Kyrgyzstan. Eastern Initiative, Eastern Europe. Hungarian Workers' Party, Hungary. Italian Communist Party Italy National Association of Communists France New Communist Party of Yugoslavia Serbia Spanish Avant-garde Spain The declaration remains open for socialist and anti-imperialist organizations The declaration remains open for socialist and anti-imperialist organizations to sign and the number of signatories is expected to grow significantly over the coming period as the imperialist war drive intensifies and spreads. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs